What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today! When you download the Kroger app, you have easy access to savings every day. Get the most out of weekly sales and receive personalized coupons toward your favorite items, all while earning one fuel point for every dollar spent. Because shopping at Kroger, whether in-store or online, is easy. And saving money is even easier with the Kroger app. So get the most value out of every trip, every time. Download the Kroger app now to save big. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Must have a digital account to redeem offers. Restrictions may apply. See site for details. This is a HeadGum Podcast. You know what I'm saying? I, I had a girl one time looking me in my face. Look at me in my face, a white girl. And said, I love, I want to have, what was it? I'm going to have a black baby because I want to have beautiful, nappy hair kids. Yeah. Wow. I've heard and people she, have said that to and me. And this is the thing. You know the thing about growing up in the hood? You know what I learned growing up in the hood? Niggas like this with hair like this are <laughs> considered gods. You know what girls would say to me? Uh-uh. I they light skin. My baby got had good hair. Oh, they got had good hair. I heard that. But they don't know. Grade. But they don't know that. Wait, uh, old man. It's that. It's that swirl that it's causes. That swirl. <laughs> an, old, an old man once said, uh, "I was waiting at a restaurant, and he was like, and he said, uh, are you an American Negro?'" Stop it! Are you I, an I said. I said. Uh, and I didn't. I didn't feel like talking. I was just like, yeah. <laughs> you said, yeah. I said, I said, yeah. And he's like, oh, I just saw because you know my children love your hair. And they want to play with it, and I was like, what did American Negro have to do with the children? My girlfriend. My girlfriend would have went off, son. Yo, Let's, if that if they said that to her, but I was just like, whatever. Like, but nobody ever want to play in my hair. People want to play with people my want hair. to play with my hair. I mean, that's because James, you, you be rocking that Frederick Douglass. <laughs> <laughs> James, James, see, it's, see, it's happening right now. Why it got to be Frederick Douglass? Uh, Why it got to be Frederick Douglass? James, <laughs> <laughs> did you rocking that fro? That's just like a solid fro. Hey, I'm not going to argue. That's correct. Yo, but James, why it got to be Frederick Douglass? You need though? to go to the barber shop. Why you, you, you might think. You might, I look at Frederick Douglass like a Frederick Douglass. Man, fuck Frederick Douglass. <laughs> oh, I, uh, that was said by uh, not Rob Milligan. That was not said by Rob Milligan. What's up, people? James the Third is back alone in the studio because my spots are just so hot for NatureBox.com. Now you know you're gonna be tempted to snack. And NatureBox.com says <laughs> to give in to that temptation. That's right. You want to get right into it. But in a smart way, that makes you feel great. Now, everybody knows about my personal favorites. They got the, the blueberry almond bites and the other almond flavors that they got. But you know what? They got peanut butter nom noms, too. Don't, don't get me started on the peanut butter nom noms. They are so good. They have over 100 healthy snacks that are delivered directly to your doorstep. 
NatureBox.com, again, y'all know it ain't got no junk. There's no junk in the trunk of NatureBox, all right? It's just fun flavors, and you can trust them. You can give them all of your trust. You can trust fall into NatureBox.com, all right? Now, they got a smart snack guarantee, okay? Now, if you don't like the snacks, I've said it before, and I'll say it again, they will replace it in next month's box. It's so easy. Now, this is what you got to do in order to enjoy your first box. You got to go to www.naturebox.com slash black. Now, you got to do it quick. Do it right now while you're listening to me. It's www.naturebox.com slash black. You know, and unbox a world full of taste. It's a whole world of just flavors and just deliciousness in there. So, one more time, www.naturebox.com slash black. And you can open up that door. And you can get all those nature boxes, baby. I'm out. Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Draw Milligan. What more can I say? What is up? Yo, yo, yo. What's up, y'all? <laughs> What's up, guys? <laughs> Uh, welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood, uh, the podcast where we discuss leading black actors and their movies. Um, this is our second episode, and we are discussing the film Barbershop. Barbershop. Mm-hmm. Barbershop. 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 Can we, should we be a barbershop quartet? Quartet, but we're a trio. We're a trio. Yeah, let's do it. <clears throat> I don't know. That was great. That sounded pretty good, though. We should. That was pretty good. Go on Subway. Solicit money. Let's not celebrate that. All right. For those of you who don't know, my name is Jonathan Braylock. I'm James the Third, and I am Jerome Milligan. Uh, yes, yes, yes. And man, <laughs> uh, this is my first question. If you had right. to sum up this movie in one audible sound, what would it be, James the Third? I think it would be ah, <laughs> that one. Nice, uh, draw. <sighs> <laughs> no, John. I'm uh, sure. For me, it would be uh. Okay. <laughs> no. No, no. Wait. Okay. I I will just be honest by the way. Yeah. Uh I totally laughed at watching this movie. And this is I saw this movie in theaters. I think you said we all did. I, I did. think I, I did. may have I may have. I yeah. don't remember. I remember seeing it though and I remember really liking it actually. Yeah. And uh the other thing I have to say is that uh I this is really embarrassing. I didn't realize that this is a black movie. <laughs> <laughs> but like, Until what do you mean by that? What do you mean you didn't okay, realize it was a black movie? I'm just movie? saying, like, it, it's a a movie made by black people for black people. It is a fubu. It, like, oh it is a, it is a fubu this film. This is a fubu film. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean I yeah yeah I think so, but I don't think. 
I mean, like, I think that there is a difference between there's a difference between barbershop and there's a difference between like the Tyler Perry movies. Yeah, I, I think they no, meant I very well. I think they I think they meant well yeah. making this movie. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it shot well. You could tell they had like some some type of a budget, so yeah. like they tried their best for yeah. sure. The production value is pretty good. Yeah. So just some straight up facts to get us started. The movie, um, <clears throat> the budget actually was twelve million. So. It's a decent budget. Yeah. It's not a big budget, but for comedies, for smaller comedies with not technically huge name stars in it, it's a twelve million. It's a reasonable budget. It made seventy five million dollars at the box office. Dude. Yeah, so well, it did very well. Hence the sequel mm-hmm. uh, and television hence show. Hence the sequel Something and a television, television show. show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the number one mo- movie. Uh, the weekend box office two weeks in a row. That's dope. Wow, good for them. So, uh, so it did really well. And not only that, guess what? Rotten Tomatoes. Right. Guess what? It was rated on Rotten Tomatoes. I, I don't know. I mean, I would imagine it has to be a l- lower rating, right? I mean, yeah. right? It can't be good. So what do you what do you, what do you think? I Number because you know it goes from zero to a hundred. I give yeah. thirty four. Yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna say okay. thirty three. Okay. So. Really? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, really? Yeah, only one percent off. I was gonna say. Well, I was like a third. Like, like I was thinking like, like a third. Yeah. yeah so, so, so you were like, like thirty-three point so like three 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 three. Yes, that's if I were to say it whole. Yeah. That, yeah. That would be so it, yeah. thirty-three, thirty-four. Yeah. Uh-huh. Guess what it got? What? Eighty-two percent. Stop it. What? Eighty-two. Eight two. That is eighty two percent. People went in was like, "This it's is got an eighty two percent on Rotten Tomatoes." You know what? I can understand why that. Now, now you're hearing that number. <laughs> right? No, hear right. me out. Hear me out because that why movie, that? Because that movie, that movie represented something of like, it was like good for the community. Like, if you were like right. black, it was like it. They tried their best to like make it positive. It had a a, a, a really good message. Yeah. It was yes. just acting, which was, I mean. The acting made me wanted to go find a high point of something listen, and jump. Listen, before thinking about, I don't. Okay, I don't know if oh, I. Oh, we forgot to, this movie. So this movie stars Ice Cube. Yes, oh, the Ice artist known as Ice Cube. I actually, my God, uh, this is really embarrassing. I don't know his real name. Oh, yeah. Calvin Palmer. Calvin. No, wait, that's the name of that's the actor. Name of, that's the yeah, name of the, uh, the character. That's character. That's character. But wait, it, what's Ice Cube's real name? I mean, we don't. Does know. anybody it's, know? It's Ice Cube. Well, we know. The world knows. No, but. I know the world knows. But do you guys know? I just you know, call him Cube. Wait, you know what? I don't think it's it's super public knowledge. It isn't super public because I I. It's so interesting, isn't it? Because like so many, like most people, they're like. It's like Curtis Fifty Cent Jackson. You right. know what he does? It right. like oh yeah, when everyone becomes an actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. like Ludacris is Chris Ludacris, Ludacris Bridges, Bridges or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, you have Dwayne the Rock Johnson. You yeah. know what I mean? Like people usually put, like they take that name that they were famous for somewhere else. But Ice Cube is perfectly cool. Well, I think. Well, I this is a, a total sidebar, but he was <laughs> on um, he was on Mind Freak. And in the, in the episode of Mind Freak, I know. Don't look at me like that, Gerard. Gerard's giving me the stank eye. Gerard's giving him the stank eye. Uh, but he but he was on an episode of Mind Freak, and in it and in it, um, the guy the Mind Freak. What's his name? He's he looks at him and Chris he's like, Angel. Mind Chris Angel's like, your real name is, and then he says his real name, and it's blocked out. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Wow. Yeah, like it's it's that's how. Censored, so wow, yeah. So, so I can't uh, look it up, right? I mean, you, you I mean, I don't could. know. You probably could, but in that episode, so I, the folks at home have already done this. They're they're already shouting. They already it know what it is. And they're like, at their why iPhones. don't they know? <laughs> uh, so, what were your initial thoughts in this movie, uh, Gerard? Let's start with you because your expression is. Uh, 
<sighs> yeah, this is my this is my okay. All right. Go ahead. Again, I think the movie was good, but when I look at Ice Cube mm-hmm. and I realized the emotional backbone of this movie rests on, Ice on the shoulders of Ice Cube. There's one <laughs> there's one scene in this movie that hurt my heart so bad oh. that I cut the movie off. Oh, Which, I think that's what you're talking about. Which it way? was like, no, no, it's a, first of all, it's a couple of parts. So the part that, that made me go crazy yeah. is he comes in because mm-hmm. he realizes he can't give the money back and he has, now has to pay back double. Right. So he's in the back of the barber shop and this is Ice Cube frustrated. Yeah, so all yeah. of a sudden, he stomps in the air then he kicks the air <laughs> and then he mouths to himself. I can't... And he kicks, then he kicks the the locker. The locker, yeah. yeah. But That's the thing that made me so mad about it is that for some reason I thought he was smirking. <laughs> I was like, is, I like, does he does he not know that like you're kind of smiling, right? Oh, this goodness. sad emotional part where you realize you messed up the lives of everyone that works for you, and technically yours. Yeah. <laughs> what, is, what, what is that? What was that? Wow. That is the. Those are the depths. To that's which the, ice that's cube the ice cube depth. That's like the here's depth. the thing. Like I just gonna say it. Like first of all, ice cube is never gonna listen to this podcast. But if he were to listen to it, <laughs> it's some fantasy world. Yeah, yeah. I have no. I, this is no disrespect for Ice Cube. Like because he first of all he's not a trained actor, right? He's a rapper, right? And <clears throat> one of the reasons he's been able to do so many movies because his performance in Boys. In the hood was like good for like what it was, right? right? So like, and he has a demeanor, and a lot of actors mm. have this. They just have a certain demeanor that just translates well on screen. Yeah. And so for those characters, those type of like, like kind of like hood characters, but like they're very like stoic face, but they also like kind of like care a little bit inside or whatever. Like you know, it works. It works for that. And it worked for Friday, uh, but like. He's not a leading man. Like no. he's not a leading man. And <laughs> he's been acting as this is my thing. He's been acting for instance, if you think about it, he's been acting longer uh-huh. than when Will Smith started acting. Because yeah. Boys in the Hood came out before Yeah. Or around the same time uh, as Fresh Prince. Was you, around the same year. It was yeah, like ninety yeah, yeah. two. Fresh Prince came out. No, I think Boys in the Hood came out in ninety one. I feel like Fresh Prince came out in ninety. But well, yeah. Yeah, but he's yeah. been acting he's been long in enough. Longer. Yeah, you know, he's been acting long enough that this should not. Keep but is happening. he is he not a leading? My question about him is: is he not a leading? He's not a here's, leading man, but like, isn't he that part? Like, isn't he Calvin? Kind of. Like, here's the thing, and this is honestly what I was trying to figure out through most of the movie, <laughs> because most of the movie I was like, would this movie work if there was a better, quote unquote, better actor yeah. playing this lead role? And it's hard for me to figure that out because there's part of me that's like, yeah, he works as Calvin because like he has this like he needs to be like tough, but like also care. And like he has like Ice Cube kind of like the demeanor he has, like his natural like resting face like works. But then there are other parts in the movie that I just don't buy. Like I don't buy him in the I don't buy like when he's with his wife who and that woman. Goodness, we should really look up the names of these actors. (laughs) That woman like she was great. I thought the, the woman who played his wife. Um, she did a really great job, and yeah. like, but like him next to her, I was just like, oh god, he can't. Like, I don't buy his love for her. Like, I don't mm-hmm. buy. Like, yeah. I don't buy. I don't. It, it's hard for me to like buy. Like this whole idea. Like one of the main concepts of the movie is that he's trying to like start a record business. Yeah, and I'm like, I didn't buy that at all. Like, part of me, I even wrote that down. I was like, record business, really? Like, this is the yeah. business he's trying to get off the ground. Like, it, it just felt. It felt so fake, even though. <laughs> Is a recording artist. Yeah, Uh, the woman's name is Jasmine Lewis. Can I just say one thing about this whole rap? Like, uh, I I think offline, Braylock, you and I have talked about this. I 
am like I'm so opposed to yeah. rappers acting yeah, because I just don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand why in the black community or, or not even black community, but like why in, in Hollywood when it comes to like ooh, we need we need a black actor. This isn't a huge part, but like we just need we need we need a black actor instead of giving it to an actor. It all it always, always goes to. A I mean, rapper. I think it's goes to a rapper. I, I think it. Um, this movie has I, two rappers. I think it sort of connects to this movie does have Ice two Cube and rappers. Eve. Um, making her debut Eve, I mean I and personally I loved Eve in this but but I think it's like it's it's pe- people like um, Will Smith and people like Ice Cube have sort of set a precedent for like Ice Cube is someone who came out comparable I guess we right really, we're really comparing Will Smith to Ice Cube no 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 but they, but, but, but exactly rapper what status, we just said yeah. they both started at around at similar times yeah, yeah. right and then they and they both later became successful enough and yeah. like and brought enough people out to see their movies mm-hmm. that like Hollywood then thought like all right this is the formula similarly with like what we were talking about with the Hills Cop about how very it's like, true here this is a formula which we have to just sort of yeah, try get to get a repeat. famous black comedian and make him into roles and then and, get a famous black rapper yeah. rap artist and, 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 and I mean like and they have they've they've done that they have they haven't given up on that right but to me that's was that's was hurt to me that's why this podcast is this almost like to right. me that's what's hurting like black actors when it's like oh how come we don't have that many like Black men nominated for uh, best actor of the year because most of our black male actors aren't actors, right? You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. they're not. Well, mm-hmm. so here's here's my thing about this, right? And we'll yeah, like first of all, there are two actors. Like actually, there's, there's more than two. There, but anyway, you have Michael Ealy, mm-hmm. who yeah. I thought was so good, yeah. in mm-hmm. this movie. Mm-hmm. And this is actually what, this is his first movie. first movie. This is his first movie. It's his oh, first snap. movie. I didn't realize Yeah, that. I didn't really know that either. So it's his first movie. He was like, I literally, like, there were scenes with him that I was just like, this guy's portraying so much, like, depth. And, like, he has, like, this dichotomy of, like, a hard, like, you know, he's, like, a con, like, ex-con. And you, like, kind of by that but then he also like you know shows like he's also intelligent yeah. and passionate mm-hmm. and you know care like kind and you know that kind of thing and he and he and obviously he's a very attractive male like he's just like i was like this is a leading man and yeah. like michael ely has let like been the lead actor in maybe one movie well yeah. he's like, only been the lead in black movies in black movies he's yeah. only he's pretty much he's yeah he's only been the lead in black movies and i think it was think like a man and i think but even that i was just like i was like this why do actors like this not get chances, right? So you also have Sean Patrick Thomas. Now Sean Patrick Thomas was in a, was in a couple of movies before mm-hmm. this. He's yeah. in Cruel Intentions, and mm-hmm. he was in Save the Last Dance. Came out a year before this movie, uh, and Save the Last Dance was like, even though I guess I looked it up, it wasn't critically received well, but like it was a hit. It was a hit. It yeah. made like ninety million dollars. Like it Jesus. was very popular. I know. Kerry Washington know, right? was in that. Yeah, yeah, she was. So that was him and Julia Stiles, and that was. You know, we can do that. We might do that movie later on this podcast. That is like a movie where like it was like have to. black. Yeah. It was like leading black man, white woman. Yeah, forbidden romance, and it did play on that forbidden romance type thing mm-hmm. of an interracial relationship. But like Sean Patrick Thomas was amazing in it. He's like a MFA. You know, he went to Tisch graduate. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a great actor, and they reduced him. Like not only. What I really, honestly, what offended me about this movie the most <laughs> was that not only is Hollywood putting these rappers in like these prominent roles, right, like the starring roles, and being like, cool, 
But then, like, this... And I know uh, this movie was written by a black man. But yeah. still, this... To me, it was like, oh, we're going to take a character like Sean Patrick Thomas. We're going to make his character this, like, elitist, like, you know, right. know-it-all, who actually doesn't really know it all, and, like, crap on him the entire movie and make him look like a prick, right? And then, at the same time, be like, be like, yeah, see, man, you... <laughs> You are what's wrong with the black. They literally try to make it like he was what's wrong with the black right. community. Like he, oh, he was, was like I, one of the biggest problems. And I was like, what a sp- I, I'm, I was like, how does Sean Patrick Thomas, how did he deal with this as an actor? I'm like, I feel like he's like, he's a graduate, like an educated person. And he has these like, you know, he has somebody like Ice Cube leading, like in the lead role. And he has to play this like on the secondary role. It's a tough, it's a tough thing. I think that the whole movie is tough to deal with in that like so many so many of the characters are two-dimensional yeah you know um, no they're not two-dimensional i think the, this is my thing okay ice cube's character like if you look yeah, if you ice look that on paper well, it's ice cube's character what i'm saying but it should have like like those characters aside from like ice cube even even to the extent like the little african dude who was in there like those characters had something to them it was just the people portraying them didn't give them any juice you know what I'm saying? You think, so you think it was the acting and not the I not think the it writing. was. Because my thing is, if I look at Michael Ely, Michael Ely, like, even, even the white dude who was like the stereotypical white the stereotypical white dude, that actor did well to me. Like, I'm, I yeah. can see his yeah, trouble. It was the fact that, like, you had Eve, who was supposed to be, like, like hard, yeah. but yet fall for, like, one... the African dude. And, like, that felt weird yeah, and that, forced. But that then, was forced. Okay. All right. And she was just like, yeah. I mean, like, again... Here's the thing. Here's the, okay. Now let's get into black movies because this is the thing about black movies. Honestly, what you're talking about is like to me what the problem. And I'm just gonna put quote black movies, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, a black movie is like a movie that is a like, and I feel like it shouldn't be this way because I don't really know necessarily what white movies are like because I feel like it's not a thing. That's one, one of these things. It's a movie talk as well. White movie is just a movie, mm-hmm. you know. Even something like the Imitation Game, which is like about like Brit, like you know, even like a British white you mean movie, that white ass movie. Yeah, like, <laughs> but like I feel like nobody's like, oh, this is like a white. You know what I mean? Like critics yeah, yeah. aren't like well, this is a white movie. But like when I was reading the reviews for this, they're like, oh, this is a great like urban comedy. Like, and everybody knows urban is like the politically correct way of saying black. Like, right. I was like, oh, like people are just like, oh, this is a movie for black people because it deals with black culture in a way that white people feel like excluded from, and yet. And one of the, but one also one of the reasons is because like the character, even though we have these things that they're trying to promote, so like they're trying to promote the barbershop, you know, like look, what look, this movie mostly takes place in the barbershop. They come in, they're like joking about their all these different things that they're t- talking about, joking about, yeah. like all these like black topics. But then like when it gets down to like what like what should power the movie forward, it's hard. You can't do it because like there, I feel like Eve, for instance, is just told like, all right, just act piss it looks great on film when you're pissed and so like through 90 percent of the movie she's just like who took my apple juice who Ugh. took it huh who did you take it did you take it like what you doing like and that is her for 90 percent of the movie yeah and then when she's not doing that she's just like really quiet and i was just like that's it like this is what we got you know what i mean Cedric the entertainer is a great actor but like for the most of the movie just like, oh, yeah, you know what you doing shaka khan what like over there like he's just yeah. like throwing out quips and like i'm just like man like what usually you have like people you know you have like really good actors supporting these and you do you have Michael and Sean Patrick Thomas you have like good actors in this movie but um, it's just I don't know man 
Black movies I just depress me. <laughs> it's like, I just don't get it. It's like you could get... Anthony Anderson, I think he did well. In the yeah, movie. but it's like there there are black actors that exist in the world. Right. They exist. Like, for instance, there, there are parts... Like, for instance, why at this time they came out in, what, 2001? 2002. I, 2002? Yeah. Like, what are the black guys we had? I mean, you had... you had Idris was out then. Of, you know, yeah. people were out. I just don't understand no, why we continue the people to do this. I mean, I don't know. I don't I'm I'm remembering when the movie came out. Yeah. And I remember the cast kind of being an important part of it. I I remember when the movie came out being excited yeah. as a as it was 2001, so as a uh 14, 15-year-old being excited to like see to see those that mix of people. And like because it was barbershop, like it was important that yeah. there was that mix of people. I think that I think that the that the quote unquote blackness of this movie it has more to do with the fact that like they're 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 fighting about keeping together this barbershop, you know, and then we have to have the scene where it's like this is what's important to us. We don't have country clubs where black like. Like yeah. it becomes, I monologue. think it becomes a black movie when they make it a black movie. See, when they're like, they're forcing it into. A, do you first of all, do you guys agree that this is a black movie? Yeah, I, I think it's a. I think it's a very rare mainstream black movie because I feel like yeah. watching it. It's a mainstream black movie because yeah. I feel like there are like black black movies, but like to me personally, I remember watching it when I was young and being like, "This is cool." Again, because it was like, like we all think this positive. is better than Tyler Perry movies. Oh right? yes, yes, yeah. And then I want, but I wonder if I wonder how I would feel now, like putting myself back. There, I wonder how I would feel if it was like a Tyler Perry movie at the same time. You know, like well, if it was like Barbershop came out and then Terry for Black Matt. Well, Matt yeah, Black because Black. like when Barbershop two came out and then Beauty Shop came out, I was like, Flip, man, yeah. what the hell, like. Okay, here's here's my here's my other thing about here's my other thing. Wait, sorry, would you? Oh no, my, my only thing I was thinking about, like for instance, like where I grew up, it was like to an extent what they say in the movie is a big deal. The barber shop was like the place you went. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like the barber shop on a Saturday was the spot. Like you would have it was it, w- it was that thing where like for instance, I learned about so much stuff at the barber at the barber shop. I, <laughs> I hate to say it, I learned about my love. About? Of, of big booties that I wasn't alone <laughs> at the barber shop. So when those scenes happen, so when those scenes when were, they're just staring, <laughs> yo, yo, yeah, yeah, like, like, oh that man, what's the point of this the scene? Is, oh, it's so funny though. This movie is for black men. Like it's, it's like one woman in the film, and like all the other ones are just like hoes. Like, yeah, and they just keep showing like pictures of booties, and then it's just like all the guys just like. Damn! I'm gonna tell you. I remember being in the barber shop when I was younger, not younger, but like in high school, and like. The dude with the hot mom came in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he and the thing is, you he came in he first. He knew he had. The he hot mom. knew he had the hot mom. <laughs> and, he, and the thing is, he always tried to make her say she never came in the barber shop, <laughs> but she always would come in and pay because he was like young. He was like eleven or something yeah. like that. So she would always come in and pay, and everyone would always get mad, quiet, and super polite to his mom. Yeah, like always got super polite, and I'm yeah. like, that's that's what I learned. So I get that part, but it's just like. Man, we got to do better, man. <laughs> like, I mean, like I like look, I get why I get why people are like, okay, great. 83%. Um because honestly, this was one of the better like you have to think the black movies b- before this, they're like Friday booty call. Like they're like Friday black like, comedies I love like Friday. I mean, Friday I did well, I but I mean, I'm what I'm saying is like they were still considered more crass, more crude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like this actually 
even though looking back on it now, there are parts where I'm just like, oh man, this is like not politically correct or whatever in that yeah. kind of sense. There, it was still seen as a movie that promoted, like Gerard was saying earlier, like family values, like it promoted like a community, it promoted like, it like, you know, dissuaded like against violence and like most of the people were like, oh, how are you dealing with that loan shark? You know what I mean? And like, they like didn't want to, and like even the people who were considered like D-Ray, like he went and comes in and like selling stuff, mm. you know, they give him a part where he's like, yo man, like I'm just trying, like who's there? Like who sold him this when you know, got, he needed help? Who got him a new social security number? Yeah, who I got him a new social security number? <laughs> Me, not you. And you're like, oh, like they're giving all these people like little like, you yeah. know, moments of like humanity and you're like, oh, okay. Like they're trying to be like, yeah, man, we do things different. And like some people may see that as like, like raw like what's wrong with society but it's like nah this is like what we're doing to survive we're, this is like we're doing this for community yeah you know what i mean so like there was that aspect of it uh but man <laughs> what's your favorite what's your favorite scene in that though <clears throat> my favorite scene oh my favorite scene my okay so my favorite scene is Cedric the entertainer when he's like uh there are three things black men like every black people have to be honest about <laughs> And even though I didn't agree with all of these, like the first is that Rodney King should have got his butt up. I was like, whoa, yeah. whoa, snap. Yeah. And he's like, and then he was like, uh, OJ did it. Yo, that's a funny thing. <laughs> OJ did it. And Rosa Parks just and sat Rosa in the And Rosa just sat on the bus. And apparently, uh, apparently I read there was like a controversy. It was. I remember. Did, I remember. Yeah, yeah, like Jesse deal. Jackson and Al Sharpton like were like, you need to take this out of the movie. Like, how dare you speak against Rosa Parks? And like they said, like they used their one F word. So against Jesse Jackson. PG-13. Yeah. yeah. F Jesse Jackson. But it's so funny. This is, okay. You, I'm so happy It almost looked up. like he stood straight. Didn't it look like he stared directly straight at the camera? Yeah. He looked directly at the camera. Because he waited like, for it. Yeah. You Jesse Jackson. Yeah. But it's so funny because it's like growing up, like even I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say who. But they're like growing up there are older people in my life who have said the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Who will say there's people who I know who dislike Jesse Jackson. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's like that's probably the realest part of that whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Everybody know OJ did it. We were just happy a black man didn't go to jail. That's all it was. Like, because it we meant know he did it. Because it meant that even if you were even if you were black, as long as you were rich, you can get away you can with it. Still that. get away with it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, she, she I'm listen, I'm not saying it's okay he murdered somebody, but no, I'm just no. saying, look, we got one. Right. One yeah, man yeah. Made, he's just dumb as hell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but look, he made it out. Yeah, when white people get to be outraged by a fault a bad verdict. Now it's a TV show coming out, guys, coming to oh, you this God. fall. OJ did it. OJ What's did your favorite it. part? Um I mean, I don't know. I don't know that I have one favorite part of the movie. I um, like one single moment. The thing that I loved about it, though, is I love the music. Um, like mm-hmm. just it, just it opening up with "Trade It All," a song I haven't heard in a long time. <laughs> like, like, and just hearing that, and then seeing the yeah. shots of the different barber shops, and like, and and, okay. and then just throughout the movie, anytime like a, a cool song played, I was like, "Wait!" Man, but I can I say this. after the opening credits, oh, this pissed me off so much. The first thing, the first thing that happens in this movie is a robbery. Yeah. I was like, "Yo, yeah. for real." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this yeah, is a yeah. mainstream black movie. The first thing yeah. you see is yeah. some niggas robbing <laughs> yeah. a, sl- yeah. a freaking convenience store. ATM. I was like, but you know really? But you know what? How many movies open with a robbery? A lot of them. But an ATM machine. A lot of non. They, they but like, ATM I was just machine. like, I was. So- oh, that's my other favorite part of the movie when they when they Anderson was just like, there's always 
some dumb nigga <laughs> messes it up. And I was just like, yo, for real. He's yo. Just, this is the most ignorant life. <laughs> I can't think of what my favorite part of that movie would have been. You know what? It, it, it might be the same as Braylocks right now. It might have been that one part that, of like that moment. What we need to what we need to fess up to. Yeah, yeah. It might. Well, not only that, but I also I honestly enjoyed Cedric the Entertainer throughout this oh, movie. No, he killed because he yeah, had he one point where he was like, you know, he that had monologue. Two yeah, that, I like that monologue about like why the barber shop was important because mm-hmm. to me, I thought that movie was terrible until that point, and I was like, you're right. He had that speech. He had the and but before that he had the all right gather around like let me tell you when when he's like he's like there's an art to you know cutting Mm -hmm. hair like there's an art to shaving yeah and it was just like I was like oh I was very aware of like how special they were trying to make that moment and it was like oh this isn't just like a place where like (laughs) yeah loud black men go to talk like it was just like there was a skill you know it was a respectable job like I did like that Mm -hmm. I did understand like yeah man this is like you know, Ice Cube's character of like, oh, trying to make it big and like trying to get rich like Oprah. It was like, dude, like you have a job that's very, you are a businessman. Like mm-hmm. you yeah. have a small business. You have a Like job. that's like, that that should be very commendable. You know what I mean? Like, you know, if it's not what you want to do, that's fine. But like, it's okay for people to want to be barbers. Like that's, it's, it is an important thing. So I did like that. I thought that was nice, you know. Um, the rest of that movie was. Yo, okay. Well, Here's my, I'm telling you my least favorite part of the movie. This I'm going to go off on this right now. Oh, this is what God. made me so upset, though. Because I already told you how upset I was about Sean pa- Patrick Thomas. Yeah. Like, so when that, when he gets into it with that white dude, and then the white guy's like, yo, man, I'm blacker than you. Oh. Yeah. And they, oh. he never apologized. Nobody else backed him up. And the end of the movie, Sean Patrick Thomas is the one who apologizes to this white guy. I was like, are you kidding me? He's <laughs> blacker than him? Why? Because he listens to freaking rap music and has baggy pants. I was like, that's one of the most racist things I've ever heard. And not only is it racist, the freaking black people in the movie are backing it up. And like, yeah, that's right. Unless you act tough and ghetto like us, you ain't black. I'm like, this dude is black. How are you going to say he's not black? Like, why? Because he's intelligent and he goes to school. Now, first of all, yes, he's a know-it-all. And he was shoving his information in people's faces. And sometimes he was incorrect. I understand that. And like, there is, there are people who are like that. Kind of look down on the black community yeah. in a sense, but to be like this guy isn't black because he doesn't do these things. I, that yeah. but it's me it's off hard because so it's hard because almost like even though that happens and they get that moment, like that's how they write his character. They want they that's what want, I'm saying, but they want all of us to be thinking. Oh, this guy's not black. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And it's so funny when he when the white dude first I was walks like, what up. The heck? When he first walks up to the barbershop, yeah. who's outside to see him walk up? Uh, the the corny black dude. Yeah. yeah. So like when he sees him get out the car, you're right. He's blasting rap. He's got like an Escalade, and you know what he has? Most important, the black. fat booty black yeah. chick. Yeah. yeah. He got the fat booty black chick, and it's apparent that he's made it in the black community because he got the ice on his neck, and he tongues her down while gripping the booty that we get a close up of, and then we get a close up. Uh, of Neil, what's his name, Sean? Yeah, get a close up of his face and disgust, and it's like you're right, bro. Like, it's like we're made to believe that this dude who wants to be educated, who wants to get out the hood, is a bad person. He's a right, bad but, person. But the thing, but I think it's a huge problem with the writing too, right? Because like, because like, yeah. he's not just 
he's more than he's more than just a person who wants to get out of the hood and who is educated. He he's a person who throws the education he's in your face. Like you right. know, he throws the education in your face, and he's not a hundred percent correct. But, and he's mad entitled for like no reason. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, of like, course. But you know what it, it felt like. His, mm. He was a caricature mm. that this writer exactly, was making yeah. of like, he, because it was like, dude, look, listen up. I'm talking to all black people right now. Black people, listen to me. Yeah. Listen to me in your earlobes. We are all, all right. Here. Message. All in a tent. Listen to me. Stop being scared of intelligence. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Just because a black person doesn't act black but they and do. is and is educated doesn't no no I understand right what that guy what he what the character was with how they wrote him in the movie was like he's a messed up dude and there are people like that they should not throw education on other people's faces but what I'm telling you is I don't think that person really ex- I think that person exists in the world but I don't really think that that this person was clearly the free the writer I'm about to look up his name right now <laughs> what's this writer's name. What's up, folks? This podcast is sponsored by Earning. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn could be in your hands today with Earning. Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day, or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earning app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Think about it. Say you're going out for a special date or it's getting hot, y'all. You might need a fresh outfit for brunch or something nice. Or maybe you just want to feel good and take yourself to dinner. Earning can help you today. Make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoying earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning... I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Download Earner today. That's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign in. It'll help the show out. Jump Under Podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period. See earning.com slash DOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Hi, this is Will Arnett. I, we are inviting you to follow us as we go on tour and we take our podcast Smartless on the road. Join us and watch any boundaries we previously had disappear. Like you've never seen us before, you'll see us on the road ordering lunch, roasting each other, and on stage as we surprise each other with a mystery celebrity guest in each city. Boy, that sounds amazing. Welcome to to Smartless! Don't miss our new series, Smartless on the Road, streaming May 23rd, only on Max. Subscription required. So, you open Google Chrome on your phone, you're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with. When you're supposed to be working. But the site you tapped on seems pretty shady. And Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh no, he's coming your way. It's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl though, sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. Priceline presents, go to your happy price. 
What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I- I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What? Who wrote it? Mark Brown. Mark Brown. First of all, I know Mark Brown. I'm already upset with you because you just write black movies. Anyway, I, I understand. I probably, I probably won't movie get right ahead of Hollywood because of you. But listen to me. What else did he write? He wrote Two Can Play That Game, Barbershop 2, How to Be a Player. Listen up, man. Mark Brown, listen to me right now. Why are you going to write a character who is smart, and then you only have one smart character in this movie, and you freaking make him the bad guy? The thing Stop is, it. he has multiple smart. Like, the way they Stop write... Stop it. Like, this kind of... This is kind of an argument back to... <laughs> this is an argument back to something that I said before. But, like, but Gerard was saying that the characters are three-dimensional, which I... Don't think you think Sean Patrick Thomas is three dimensional? No, I think yeah. all of the characters are two dimensional. The only but, one who might be three dimensional is Michael Ely's. Character. But yeah, but he, you know, so he's like actually, you know, actually a scallop is a shellfish, right? Like I know stuff. And then I think in Barbershop Two, which is not the movie that we're discussing, but in Barbershop Two, he's going to school. He's like he's working. He's like. He's fucking up even more because he's coming to stuff late, but it's because he's going to to school. Right. So I don't think that like I don't I don't think that the message that we're supposed to get from barbershop is that you know education is wrong, right? Like, but it's yeah, but I think that that him. message is legitimately like actually know what you're talking about, like actually be smart. Don't I, be. I think it's I think it's more so of like don't don't sleep on the people from the hood. I think that's right. what it is because that's like, part of it too. No, that's what it should be. Like, don't, yeah, it's the, yeah, like don't. And that connects to you know Calvin wanting to, um, but like was, get rid of the barbershop. That know? being said, there were so many times where like you know freaking Sean Patrick Thomas would like use a word and, and like he'd be like, "Yo, you making fun of me?" Now, are you kidding me? Michael Ely is supposed to be this character who is smart, who knows what a scalp and a mollusk is, yeah. and then at some point. When he was like, oh, I think that was a commendable point that you just made. Yo, are you making fun of me? Why? Because he didn't understand what the word commendable meant? No, no, no. There was because, a part in the movie no, where Ice Cube was like, like Vex, I don't even know what Vex means. You don't know what Vex means? No, hold up. Hold you know what you're talking about? Wait, no, I, no, 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 no. The Vex part, I get Vex. That's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. But the commendable thing is like, you, you really? Like, yeah, like, you, like, you, don't think, you don't think that I was whatever. Well, I remember in that moment. In that moment, like he was talking down to him. He was talking down. To, he yeah. was making fun of him. In that moment, the vex part was like the vex part was just you just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're an idiot. Yo, I don't even but know what part, vex means. Was, but like here, yeah, man, he, he says that's actually commendable. Like I wouldn't expect, I wouldn't expect yeah, someone like you. He was talking to about that. But what I'm saying is, there were parts earlier in the movie where he he used words and he was like, "Yo, man, why you keep using this fan?" Like oh, yeah. I swear, it sounded like yeah. it sounded like he was like, "Man, why you keep using those fancy but white that, words?" I mean, again, I think that that I think that that goes to how they were trying to trying to write a more full character in that everyone was sort of realizing like when those moments happen it legitimately is like Jimmy 
Why the fuck? <laughs> like, well, no, what Jimmy, that, why you gotta act like you better than everybody? Like every yeah. time, I don't know. See, I feel, I feel hard. like that that kind of plays on that thing. Like if you're from like the urban area of like. You you always taught two languages. I remember I remember that yeah. growing up. It was like you taught how to talk around the way, and then you you taught how to like talk around white people. Yeah. And I think like I think, and this is not good or bad, but I think every time like Sean's character would say something really smart, it was almost like you ain't got nothing to prove to us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like you. I mean, he may talk right, smart, but, like, but what I'm but I guess what I'm trying to say is that I understand this is the context of the movie, but it felt like to me yeah. what I was looking at was behind not the actual pre- right. presentation oh, yeah, of the yeah. movie. I felt like it was this person writing like, "Yo, man, when people start start like, what if Sean Patrick Thomas' character just talks like that? Period, without throwing it in people's faces. Right. What if he just you? What if that was his vocabulary? Right. Now, mm-hmm. are you still pissed that, because see, he's using then, advanced vocabulary and, and you don't understand what been, it means? That would have been. That's when you get to the three dimensional level. Yeah, because if they would have written a real, per- if they would have made him a real person, and they would have actually addressed what you are talking about, which is like there is a. Uh, there is a sort of an antagonistic element to the person that goes off to school, the person that, right? Like, if they would have actually, and this is the, this is what I liked least about the movie, is how there are so many just like archetypes or stereotypical yeah. characters mm-hmm. in this movie like the that they that they don't like the African. He is just like he's just the, the African, African. Yeah. and they like, make fun of him constantly for it for and, being African and, and just being African. I'm like, what the hell is this? Another fantastic actor in the movie, Keith David. Yes, is, Keith David is playing just like I'm just a fucking yeah. Like, yeah, I'm a shady, like, business I'm a sleazy businessman. I'm worse like, than a white man. <laughs> like, yeah. like they were literally trying they... to make him worse than the white man. Like they're just like, oh yeah, what you going? I'm like the bank is trying to foreclose in this place. He's like, yo, I'm gonna buy it and turn it into a, a like, strip club. A strip club. Cold and it's, and it's like, oh, those those shady black people. I, I, <laughs> and I, and that's what I really don't like about the movies. I didn't like that. Like so many of the care, and maybe it's the acting, right? But I think that. Keith, no, Keith it's David also has no, dimension. You're right. It's also the screenplay. I think that like just the Mark script. Brown. So, Mark, <laughs> Mark, Mark, Mark Brown. Mark Brown. But I think Brown. that there are so, so, so many characters Yo, that Mark are just like, they have one thing about them. And it's like, that's their thing. Yeah, and like, exactly. That's the only thing that's that true. they're dealing yeah. with. And it's just like, the. I think that that is the worst <laughs> way. And to that's what happens around. a lot in black movies. Can yeah. I tell you one thing I hated yes. about this movie? Hated about this movie. <laughs> No white women. Ah. There was not one There was not one first off, we all know that the one dude in the hood who thinks he made it always goes and finds a white girl. Yeah. You tell me not one of them dudes in the barbershop gonna bring a white girl in it? Because that's what you that's what you do sometimes. You like you bring your girl to the barbershop to be like, yeah, it's actually have a really bad chick. Only <laughs> white guy white barber is the only white person in this movie. Yeah. What's wow, interesting yeah, about true. about and I don't remember about barbershop <laughs> oh, yeah, too. He's the only white person in this movie. And but also like what shop, is he? Because he it's not like his, he's just like he's related white, to white. someone famous. He's, he looks um, like I'm just saying no, he yeah, like has like, a, he's like Italian. He looks like Italian or like he looks like a he looks a little bit darker, but uh, yeah, like everybody has a black, everybody has a black woman, black man. Um, the only interracial relationship is the white woman, that not black. But then in beauty shop, in beauty shop, it's a more diverse, more diverse. cast. Yeah. In that, there's just a lot of white. But that's what people. I'm saying. Like that's that's one of those things where it's like, okay, I get it. You just want to play black people because like there are movies where it's just white people all all over. Mm-hmm. So you want to make it so. But yeah, at I the mean, same time, I'm just like, man, not one of the cops are white. Like not one of the. You know, you have the convenience store guy who's, you know, Indian. Right. You know, you got these two 
black men right. like Robin. I mean, I didn't think I didn't think a white character was necessary for this. Movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, think, don't, oh, okay. I, I agree. I didn't think first off, first I mean, off, I, are we going into your? Are we going I mean, into your no, section right this now? This is what I'm saying. Is there? Is always. What's your section called, by the way? I don't know yet, but I'm gonna say this though. Giraffe. No, it's the swirl, isn't it? Oh yeah, that's what it is. It's the swirl. The swirl. Now this is my thing. Black man (laughs) and a white woman getting together for the swirl. Always, always room for a hot white girl. Now, now who? Now giraffe. Who in the movie should have had? I am so happy you brought that point. Here we go. (laughs) Hear me out. This, This this is who I think should have it. Okay, who? Michael Ely's character should have got the hot white girl. Okay. Let me tell you why, because to me, Spike, I mean, not Spike, Ice Cube, Ice Cube. He didn't even say the white dude in the There's a white dude in the movie. No, no, no. I don't think the white dude should have had the white girl, and I don't think uh, the corny black guy should have had the white girl. Because he's expected to have the white girl. Who's the corny black guy? Uh, Sean Sean Parker Harris. My thing is, to me, is I know Ice Cube is like the star, but to me, Michael Ely is the lead of that movie. Like, he should be the leader. He, I mean, well, yeah, like, he's definitely he, the uh, main focus. Yeah, he's the focus of that the, movie as the show as Barbershop continues. Because yeah. so. if he would have had the hot white girl, you know what I would have said? What? It's like this man that we put all this faith into. This man who represents the intellectual hood <laughs> black man. All right, this 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 man on a pillar. Okay, who decides what is good, what is not good, has a beautiful. Light I think woman. it would have said. Wait. I think it would have said this. I think it would have said it's okay. This light skin brother. Oh, <laughs> here we go. Yeah, here we go. No, but here's why. Here we go. Here's, listen, I personally think uh-huh. that the white dude should have had. For the listener, the, I am light skin. Yes, Mr. Braylock is. Uh, it's like. <laughs> uh, he is like. Uh, but I, I think that the first of all, I'm glad it wasn't no white people in this movie. Uh-huh. I think that as the as the movies continue, they could have had more white. I think if any if there was a white person if there was a white woman in the movie then the white dude should have been with her and she should have had an ass. See, oh, oh, oh don't get it twisted. She should have had an she ass. Had she should have had an ass. But this is my thing: the white girl could have been. I know what she could have fit in the movie. The white girl could have been like a lawyer. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. That he needed help. From. Oh no, no, no. But no, they, no, but no, they no, go no. into that. You, you want a white savior in this movie? No, 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 no. I'm not saying she was a savior. Yeah, that's I'm exactly saying, right, JB. Yeah. Dang, Wait, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Right, here's the thing. Here's right. what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. First of all, I, I mean, I'm okay with the white, per- white woman not being in this movie, but I actually disagree. I don't think Michael Ely's character should have. I thought it actually should have been Sean Patrick Thomas. Because, I think like, so, too. Because it would have, like, it would have, that would have added depth, right? So he has a problem with this white man having a black girlfriend, but then you see that he has a white girlfriend, and you're like, yo, man. See, I think because I think it makes sense, because I think, this is why I think it makes sense. I think it makes, if the idea is like that he is educated, right? Yeah. And we get the setup of this neighborhood. This neighborhood is a black fucking, it's just fucking minorities in this fucking neighborhood, right? Yeah. So, yo, there's so, a part of the movie, wait, can I just, <laughs> just there's a part of the movie where Ice Cube's like, where Ice Cube's like, stop fighting in here. This ain't the ghetto. Uh, yeah, <laughs> are you in this movie? Are you watching this movie? Yo, it's so funny though. But he goes, "This ain't the ghetto." But then, like five other times in the movie, they're like, "Yo, this is the ghetto." <laughs> they're like, "Yo, this is the straight up hood, son." Like, this is why you can't have a barbershop in the hood. And then, in the, and then when they're fighting, they're like, "Yo, this ain't the ghetto." It's like you in the ghetto, nigga. Yes, what are you, you talking are about? This ain't the ghetto. ghetto. Oh, convenience store just robbed, and it was robbed not in a sophisticated way. Somebody just backed up a truck into the damn window, right? And then strapped. And nobody's like, and nobody nobody's like, them. this is the worst thing I've ever seen. People are just like, 
Yep. Yep. <laughs> Yo, police didn't even come until the next morning, yep. son. And the alarm was going off. It's not like this person didn't have an alarm. See, <laughs> see this is my thing. I think you can't. He. This is my thing. He can't have her. Because my thing is they're already making fun of this dude as being a sellout. Technically, that's what they're calling him. The but, they, but exactly. But, so then, but, so then, but okay. if, if he's a sellout, what does a sellout have? Like, what, what is the one thing like most black women complain about or they used to complain about? It was like, all black men do. They make it, go get a white girl. Yeah. So if he would have did this, he would have been the epitome of a sellout, which yeah. would have made this character even more of a dickhead or a douchebag. So You're if Michael supposed to Ely, hate him, right? But this is my thing. If Michael Ely would have done it, Michael Ely would have done it, it would have made a thing of like, you know what? Well, love, love is blind, baby. It's okay. But it's like, oh, yeah. this corny dude did it. Of course he would because he's corny. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. the whole point. Like, of course he's going to well, have a white here's, girl. This is why I'm glad there wasn't a white girl in this movie or in the next one because then we wouldn't have had Alicia Silverstone in, in Beauty Shop. And I love Alicia Silverstone. So <laughs> um, and that's we were just waiting for the right time for her to show up in the series. My, uh, oh, this, is there no white girl in the second one? I feel like there's a white girl in, in the second one. Well, who, who cares it's, about that? Yeah, we're not talking about that. <sighs> All right, fine. Honestly, Ice Cube is the lead of this movie. Listen, there could have been there could have been points in this movie where there would have been a white girl kiss, a white girl hug, and a white girl sex. Well, no sex. They could have hugged. I cannot wait to hear. When you download the Kroger app, you have easy access to savings every day. Get the most out of weekly sales and receive personalized coupons toward your favorite items, all while earning one fuel point for every dollar spent. Because shopping at Kroger, whether in-store or online, is easy. And saving money is even easier with the Kroger app. So get the most value out of every trip, every time. Download the Kroger app now to save big. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Must have a digital account to redeem offers. Restrictions may apply. See site for details. Hey, this is Tim Heidecker, and I'm glad to be back in Glendale, California. In the studio with my good friends DJ Doug Pound and Vic Berger for another episode of our podcast, Office Hours Live. This week we had a very special guest, his golden messenger, who played a beautiful tune for us. We laughed, we had fun, and you should tune in to Office Hours Live this week, and quite frankly, every week on your podcast app of choice or at youtube.com slash office hours live. All right, you know what I'm ready for? This show. Let's get to it. You yep. You know what it's time for? It's time for Gerard Milligan's segment. The Swirl. Take it, Gerard. Swirl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gerard. I'm not excited. Gerard. <laughs> so there was no... No white woman in the movie. No white... No white woman. No hot white woman in the movie. But there are three points in this movie where I think they could have been inserted a hot white woman. <laughs> All right. And a little kissy kissy. A little kissy kissy. It could have been a little bit more than that. She would have just appeared a for bounce. a kiss. Oh, oh, oh. It would have been just appeared for a kiss. It would have got down. Oh, God. The first time when Eve catches her boyfriend like cheating with another woman, that woman could have been a hot white girl. How sexy would have been? It would have been some Damn. hot. I don't disagree. Like beautiful blonde head, big booty chick just chilling there trying to get out. Like would she have been even more pissed? Oh, that would have gave her a super reason to be pissed. But you know what, though? Then she couldn't have hit her. Oh, she could have definitely hit her. I don't know. I feel like, right? You see what I'm saying? Like, I felt like yeah. if she hit her, then it'd be like, yo, this black hit. woman just beating up on white women. We use the hit. We lose the hit. Yeah. This is my thing. You don't need right. to hit. You don't need to hit. Let me tell you why. Because now Eve isn't crazy. Now Eve is more of a victim because it's like, no, I'm a black woman with a job. I'm trying to win. I can't win because this hot, beautiful, blonde, big booty white woman in here taking my man. Well, you know I, what I'm saying? 
So it made her more victim. Second time. Second time. (laughs) Second time a white woman could have been inserted into the movie. When, when, uh, when Michael Ealy, I'm gonna keep bringing this up. When Michael Ealy, okay. <laughs> when he's when like when like the, the 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 parent comes in like when the uh, the, the the hot mom comes in yeah. and they all turn and be like damn and when Michael Ely gives this speech about like what is a, a fat booty mm-hmm. and a fat and just a fat woman or something like right, that yeah. I think what could have happened at that point was I think Michael Ely's girl who would have been a very curvy relation I mean you know what I'm saying voluptuous white woman would have walked in <laughs> and that could have been like. I I'm know so mad what right the now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I could have made his poses, but like, I know what I'm talking we... about. Because boom, I got me a voluptuous white woman right here. He gives a little kiss, pat her on the butt, and then she just go chill. This the movie is about <laughs> loving being black. It's not about <laughs> it's about it's about it's, it's about loving about... who you are. It's about loving who you are. It's like we we love we love the hustle man who comes in. We love the dude who like steals and runs out the barbershop but comes back to pay his money. We love everybody. So it's like I love me and I love white women. So I should be able to love that. <laughs> the third time, the third time a white woman could have been in this movie. Yeah, the man just loves white women. Get you know what I'm saying? Back, you know what I'm saying? The third time a beautiful white woman could have been in this movie. Uh-huh. All right, yeah, it's at the very end when they're doing the montage. Yo, give us an actors too. By the way. Oh, 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 yeah, oh! At, at this point, at this point, Denise Richards. Okay. Let me tell you why Denise Richards. Because yeah, right. at this point, Denise Richards that came off of Wild Things uh-huh. when she was super bad, That's and true. she was an undercover brother, mm. which means she got a hood pass. Mm-hmm. She got the hood pass. Let me she tell you how I know she got the hood pass. Because an undercover brother, the black woman's sister girl sees her is like, uh uh-uh. uh, because she had a butt. Denise Richards had a butt. And she had black man's I'm tonight. so mad And she had black man's tonight. Denise Richards is pretty attractive. She's she super is. hot. No, she is. In 2002. 2002 yeah. She was uber bad In 2000 That was Denise Richards In her prime Sexy Milkiness Her milkiness Her milkiness Her milkiness, her milkiness. You know what she uh, was Can't argue with milkiness She was she, she was Talking about prime full, ivory She was full Whole milk Talking right? about White bread Prime And you know what The scene could have been Third time Scene could have been At the end of the movie They had that montage Everyone's happy Everyone's doing great Everyone's like Living the dream You know what could have happened Michael Ely could have Walked outside To the trash can Dumped something In the trash can Just threw away A piece of paper And he could look up And see that white girl Across the street Going into the beauty shop She gives him a wink He gives her a wink back Boom Barbershop 2 He got a white girlfriend Boop, boop. With a little, with a little mulatto baby. Little mulatto baby. Got little braylocks. Got yeah, little braylocks. Got little braylocks everywhere. Guys, three times white girl. Boom. Um, I can't, uh, can't deny. I can't argue with can't this. Can't argue because I feel like it would be useless to try to argue with you on this. Um, yeah, they could have. There could have definitely been. Uh, there could have been plenty of opportunities for white women. Yo, Denise Richards was so bad. She was so bad. She does look great there. So guys, like I just proved to you all, all right, three white times, I'm sorry, three times a white girl could have been in that movie. A boo-boo! All right, y'all, so I got a question. Um, is Hancock a good movie? Do you know what I mean? This. We're what? not doing this. My God. Okay, we're not doing that. What does Hancock have to do with this movie? Uh, it's a, Hancock is a movie starring a black person. <laughs> And Barbershop is a movie starring okay, a you black know, person. Let's talk about something relevant. Because Hancock is out there. <laughs> All, right. All right. Let's talk about something relevant. 
Brain locks. This is this is the main point of this show. Does this movie help the cause? The cause. The cause. So for those of you who do not know, uh, the cause for the purposes of this show is a movie starring a leading black man mm-hmm. that uh, is a big budget mm-hmm. crossover. Those words just mm-hmm. it can, applies to both black and white audiences, and it promotes black actors being able to lead their uh not just black movies but any movie and to be clear it has to be a crossover uh i think it it doesn't have to be a crossover movie but i think it promotes the cause promotes like black actors being the leads in movies and it doesn't have to be a black movie Mm -hmm. okay you know what i'm saying so a mainstream movie is what i'm saying uh now obviously See, we're only the second film into this, and we already did a black movie, which is... Uh, <laughs> well, but, yeah, but it's because, not our fault. It's but not it's, our fault. It's but not no, our but fault. It's, Why is it in our fault, Dra? Because basically, we went to Netflix, yeah. which has hundreds of movies. Hundreds, hundreds of movies. Try thousands. Thousands, yeah, thousands, thousands of movies. <laughs> and then we were like, we need to find a movie on Netflix yeah. that is starring a leading black man and we're trying to wait out I, I know you guys yeah denzel will smith we're, yeah, trying, we're trying to wait, to wait out these, for, wait out for these but damn we already have to do barbershop so netflix get with it netflix so this is the thing now rotten tomatoes rated this movie 82 percent, but we don't do star rating percentage ratings what we do is can this movie celebrate the cause and if it does it gets three black fists boom fists in the air boom all of our fists Y'all can't are see in it, the but air. the fists are here and they clench tight Black fist. <laughs> so, uh, either the movie gets a black fist, a white palm, <laughs> or nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, two white palms will equal a black fist, for those of you who want to know. Mm-hmm. So, on the count of three, we're going to throw up what we feel this movie deserves in terms of its relation to the cause. You know, you could have enjoyed this movie, but if it doesn't help the cause, then, you know, it's, it's no good. So, here we go. On the count of three, you guys ready? Mm-hmm. One, two, three. What? Yeah, I did it. Guys. What? Yeah. Just See, Gerard, we gotta talk about this. Now this makes no sense. Okay, so we gotta talk about this. Wait, wait. Okay, so for the listener, for the listener, I threw out, I threw out a white palm. James the Third threw out nothing. Nothing. Gerard threw out a black fist. Hit me out. A black. Hear me out. For barbershop. Hear me out. Hear me for out. Barbershop. I'm glad you did because that's my palm. Because I was like, do I put up a palm? <laughs> I was hoping it was going to be, I was hoping it was going to be three, three palms. That's three, what I was hoping it was going to be. But then palms. I was like, you know what? I'm out. not going to do it. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. And I'm glad I didn't do it because now this got the rating Yo, that I think it deserves. All right, Gerard. Hit me out. Hit me out. That fist does not mean I like this movie. Oh my god! That fist means it helps the cause. Okay. How? And by helping the cause, when that movie came out, that movie came out in two thousand two. Okay, right. when there weren't a lot of black films that were just positive and about the community in a good way. Okay. Now I say the movie has a lot of faults. It does. But all in all, what does that movie show? It shows Ice Cube as a dad who's there, who's trying to do right by his family, who owns a business. What it shows is, is a community coming together. Not to fight, not there's, there's no turf war. 
It's like these people are here together. They're rejoicing in like black culture, like our drug deal. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, wait, hold on, hold on. I'm not uh, interrupting. I'm not uh, a hustle man. I'm not disagreeing hustle because because let me let me be clear. I gave it no palm. I gave it nothing. Nothing. But after watching it, I wasn't sure if I was going to give it. I wasn't sure what rating I was going to give it at, at first. Mm-hmm. For everything that you just said. And even, like, I think that, like, after this movie... Helped out Michael Ealy's career a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like, Michael Ealy, you know, like... So it it kind Sean of... Sean Patrick Thomas didn't... He did nothing. Yeah, the he man, didn't... He, he, he did, went away, and that's squashed by very Hollywood. unfortunate. Uh, probably because of this shitty role. Like, I don't think it was. I don't think it was the movie. I think the problem was, and I hate to say it, is that, once again... I mean, this goes off tangent, but, like, he's a dark-skinned dude who's not that handsome. And the thing is, he's not. And I don't mean that in a bad he's way. Not he's not that handsome. He's, he's, he, he, no, is Ice Cube handsome? He's starring in freaking movies. Ice, Ice Cube I has something else he's selling. Ice Cube is a rapper. I think he's not cool enough. That's what I'm saying. Like he's like he's Michael Ely looks he's like not an attractive man. He's not. Cool. He's an average looking black man. He's not cool uh, enough. Freaking not, is Hugh Grant cool enough? No, but 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 exactly. But this is a this is a black person in Hollywood thing of like of of he played this he played this shitty role right that like sort of put him in the like the Alfonso Ribeiro like uh, the Jaleel White like fucking like the black person that we are not supposed to like right mm-hmm. we're not supposed to like those characters yeah. and he pl- he he played it again you know in Barbershop 2 who knows he may be playing it again in Barbershop yeah, 3 the thing is he got like and and it's just like it's this kind of role that like we are made to not like Right, and granted, in and this he's movie not made, like he's not like a like a Jesse Eisenberg. Like, why can't he like do movies like social? Right. You know what I mean? Like, he can't do like nobody. Hollywood won't give him roles where you do have a nerd who is a little bit of a know it all, but still is seen as somebody we can relate to and and care about. Right. Also, his I hate this. I keep bringing this back. He's dark skinned Like, yeah. no offense, but like, that's a thing. Like, but that also, so is like, but so is like, up, um, but look at the Marvel movies now, and who, the, and the black people in the Marvel movies, they're, for the most part, they're dark-skinned. Because the thing is, it's a point that they are dark-skinned. Like, for instance, the, the black people in Marvel movies, it's like, one, who you got? You got Sam Jackson. You ain't got nobody else but Sam Jackson. You got, you got <laughs> Nick you, Fury, though, is no, not no, black, no, no, right? No, no. Wasn't have, he? Didn't so they you make have him Don Cheadle, you have Don Cheadle, and you have, um... What's his name? Who's but also Don Cheadle, like any Anthony. actor on that level that you could get that they wanted for that movie. He replaced Terrence Howard, yeah, exactly. Who, who was light skin? Light skin. And the thing is, like, who but else he get? was not. All right, we're going out tangent. Yeah, we're yeah, going no, tangent. No, no, okay. Again, I, I I gave the movie a fist because I think it helps. I think it made the hood look. I think it, I think it did great for black people. Right. I think the okay. fact that it made a lot of Here's money. I think the fact that like I hate what they did so with, they, with the with the corny dude. But there's always going to be a corny dude in a hood movie. So then why did you give it up? So palm, I Jay? think palm, I mean first of all everybody everybody at home is like oh, yeah John Braylock's rating is the the one that makes sense. Um, <laughs> okay. No, I think okay. I, you have to think about <laughs> okay. it. JB, it's our total rating, and I think our total <laughs> okay. rating makes. No, sense. No, no, no. You're right. Our total rating does make sense. I'm with you. I thought it was going to be three palms. And that's essentially what it wound what up being. What it is, yeah. But the reason I gave it a palm is because, like, first of all, yeah, it does do it does do some good things, right? So it helps Michael Ely out. It, get, it gives, like, I, I liked the movie when I first saw it, you know? I didn't even think it was a black movie in the sense that I thought I thought it was more mainstream because it was, like, it's a movie that everybody, like, even if you don't know, even if you've never been to a barbershop, like, I, I didn't... 
I didn't have the barbershop experience growing up. I didn't at all. Like, first of all, I have curly hair, curly hair, which is different than like just like if you're just not mixed. You Ladies, know? what that means is uh, he has good hair. It's what the black he got that good hair. hair. He got, that he got a little Indian. In he him. got that little Indian <laughs> in his hair. You know, so he got the little. Ah, he got a little Indian. <laughs> I don't know what that oh is. Uh, but anyway, so like. So, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't have that experience, but I could, like, feel it. I'm like, oh, yeah, man. And people, sh- I feel like this is something people want to know. And they want to see how, like, black people communicate, you know. It's funny. And I thought it was a funny movie. But when I'm, like, wh- when I rewatched this movie, I was like, man, there's so many, there's still so many tropes that, like, I wish weren't there. Like, this idea that a white guy acting, bl- like, a white guy who is, like, taking this ghetto urban culture. And because he has that culture and, like, that's who he really is. He, he even says, like, yo, this is really who I really am. I'm not pretending to be somebody I saw on TV. It's like, shut your mouth. You're not. What are you talking about? This is who you really are. You're just, you're acting this way because a bunch of people who are black around you are mm-hmm. acting that way. And you're trying to fit in and you're trying to assimilate. That's okay. But what I'm saying is, like, you can't be like, oh, I'm more black than this other person. It's like, that person is actually black. Yeah, you're yeah. not more black than the actual black person. I don't care however he acts, he's black. Yeah. And like, honestly, for that alone, it was getting a palm. And the reason that I didn't give it nothing is because I do think it was trying to do some good things. It was a step in the right direction in 2002, but still, 2002, man, damn, that's not that long ago. First of all, yeah. it's not 2002. That's the 21st century. I'm like, the fact that this is where we are. We did a movie, Beverly Hills Cop. That was 1984. If you look at Beverly Hills Cop and then you look at Barbershop, Barbershop. and you're like. Doesn't it look like we regressed? Like, you know what yeah, I, mean? I mean? Like, there, like it's just I, like we're still we still have to do black move. Like, it still has to be like these like stereotype. Like, we could like yeah, I don't understand. Like, and so, see, and I don't know upsetting. if it, I don't know if it looks like a, a like a regression to me. Like I like I think that because um, barbershop it, is definitely a, a, a positive step in a good direction. Right. The reason I gave it no palm. Uh, know anything uh, is because I'm thinking about this idea of uh, crossover and if the movie itself helps to promote that and I don't think the movie does no um, and, and I and I think I got stuck on that I mean which is why I asked you before but I think the movie is like they it's very black it's very like this is black. Yeah. Like, they, like they say, it and a like lot. this is good for. And if they want to do that, that's great. That's my. Yeah, that's the reason right. I pr- put in the crossover thing in the cause because it's like, yeah, sure, man. We could always have black movies for black people. Yeah, you have Fubu movies all the time, but like, if that's the only movies that we're allowed to get, then it's not. How is that helping the cause? Right. Well, and movies, and, movies, and that's what's hard. It's hard about because like my, I'm wearing a, a hoodie right now that's has August Wilson's uh, name. It's a for one of his shows, and he writes only like it's like all black people. Like that's what he writes. Right. And I'm a fan of that, but I I don't think that those types of art promotes the the idea of crossover or the idea of togetherness. I think it's like a look at this. This is if if you if you are not black, you will not feel connected to this, which right. then might not make you feel like let's come together. It might make you feel like okay. You know I do I mean? think I do think that we should have movies that are about black are african-american culture and it's only african-american culture i like that those type of movies i love boys in the hood i, I do i actually did enjoy barbershop especially for santa i don't think it's as good as boys in the hood but yeah. i enjoyed it but like but that being said like i first of all these movies have to be outstanding to be considered mainstream films yeah and then the other thing is like i still wish that like 
why can't we do this movie without people like Ice Cube and Eve in it? Like, yeah, I'm not saying I they agree. were bad, but like, I damn, agree. dude, like, can't we do these movies with real act? Like, yeah. can't there be more emotional depth to this? Like, yeah, there, and uh, the things were there, everything was there, but because it didn't get like into that, I had to get a, I had to get a palm. So, mm-hmm. fist in a palm. That's what we gave it. Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, I think that's what it does. I definitely think that that's what it deserves if it's in the palm. So, you know, as much as we were like, why the fuck did you give it? <laughs> I saw <laughs> this surprise again with both of us. Again, and I, honestly, I did not say it because I enjoyed it or because I think it's a good movie. I think it helped the cause. Yeah. Cool. Well, it halfway helped the cause. <laughs> well, guys, that is our show for episode two yep. of Black Man Can't Jump in Hollywood. We're going to wrap this thing up with some plugs. You guys got some plugs, James? Yeah. Uh, follow me on all social media platforms, James Third Comedy. Third is 3RD. Great. Uh, yeah, I, I really am not that big in the social media, Dra. but I will Good say God. like I say Make a Twitter week. account. This is, this is what I'm going to say. Um, <laughs> I mean, I usually hang out in Manhattan, so uh, if there's any okay. single black, uh, white, um, Asian, Puerto Rican. Uh, if Indian. you see me on the street, say hello. <laughs> you know, ask me out with some coffee or something. I love tea. Um, oh so that's what I'm going to plug each and every week until it happens super frequently. Uh, Brent, uh, your plugs? <laughs> he pretends to be more of a ladies' man than he is. Um, uh, so yeah, guys, uh, follow me on Twitter at John Braylock. No H, so it's J O N B R A Y L C K can look me up at johnbraylock.com uh videos that you can check out and my shows uh we all have two shows at ucb theater so check that out and uh i'm actually just going to do a quick put like i did a little thing for the jim gaffigan show it's not gonna i don't know when it comes oh, yeah. out but the first episode of jim gaffigan show is online and it's hilarious i watched it it's hilarious it's nice. a funny show so like watch that show oh and next week we will be reviewing the film blue streak Starring Martin Lawrence, all right? So go and watch the film, Blue Streak, starring Martin Lawrence. And you will be with us as we discuss it next week. See ya. Do you like get get your hair cut in a barbershop? I do, I do. I go, I go, I go to... The thing is... When I move to a new city, because I trap, like I always yeah. like move from place to place. I always look for the blackest, hoodest barbershop. <laughs> yes, because they, because that's the ones who do the good haircuts, man. It's like you yeah. want to go, I you get a shape up. It's like you go there. Like I found this place, which is shocking in Midtown Manhattan. That is all. It's like black and like Dominican. Yeah, and like oh, yeah. this is the thing for people at home, and people probably know this. Um, and this isn't racist, but when you're looking for a barbershop, you never go. Like sometimes you don't go to Dominican because you want to take your hairline back, and oh, that's really? a key when you get a shape up. If you get a shape that's up just every like a week, thing that you know. For sure. Yeah, it's like you know. I mean, it's just a thing. It's just a thing. It's like if you go get a shape up every week, it's like it normally takes your hairline back unless you let a girl back in. Uh, so like that's the sucky part. Yeah, but you, you gotta have that fresh shape up. I mean, I don't. I mean, that's. I agree. You gotta have that fresh shape up. But I'm never. I'm, I've never been that person. What I is have it? never <laughs> been that person. You know, I wasn't so until you, later. You don't life. really agree. Like, no, no, no. You gotta I, have a fresh no. shape up. I just never I, do. Um, I agree that one has to have that if fresh you, shape up. If you, this no, this I is. Like, I agree that that is. <laughs> I agree that that is like. You theoretically agree that is a thing. No, because one has to have.
What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that. and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today! 